Hey everyone, welcome to the Got 10 Minutes podcast, the podcast for product teams. Today we speak with Romina Edesis, who is a senior product designer at Dialpad. Hey Romina, welcome to the show. Hey, Diwani, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. Um, so I'm very interested in your background. I'm interested um, in, in how you got into um, UX, how you got into product designing, how, like, like who is Romina and what's her story? So um, I'm Romina, I'm 31 years old. I'm based uh, in Buenos Aires. I have lived uh, most of my life uh, in Recoleta, but now I am living uh, in Nunez, like more, more near to the river. I have studied uh, graphic design. This is uh, like my professional background. And now I am studying ontological coach to complement that background. But how I uh, get to the UX is I have been like, like it was taking me to through UX through years. Um, when I was studying graphic design, I was very, very interesting about uh, the, the design system process because I saw it as a skill uh, to design creative things in an scalable and organized way with the concept, like it wasn't art. So it was communication with through visual components. So uh, I, I, it's so it's uh, it was amazing that and UX came for me for the first time when I was working at the design studio uh, called Indicius here uh, based in Buenos Aires where I was introduced in a professional way of what was UX at that moment that was too many years ago. Uh, the community here in Argentina, really, it wasn't very big. There were some, some groups of people that uh, used to organize um, some talks with, with representative or uh, interested people from the industry. So I started to go there just to talk or just to get uh, networking and listen to people that was interesting also with uh, how, how to build a product, digital products, you know, and not only for in the side of designers, but also with product management. So yeah, they, they were very interesting. Uh, I remember that one group was Ship7. They helped me a lot to understand that what was UX like here in in Buenos Aires and then I started to go uh, to some product tank that was especially for a uh, product so so then well uh, that is like like a resume of that but uh, when I started to, to work in the Segar I started to learn more about the product management, like the product of thinking of um, how to build something good and valuable for our users. So th that was like a, a little bit of my, like through my life, like, yeah. Interesting. So through networking and through being in design, you got uh, your your feet wet in, um, in UX and understanding a bit of product management. How, how is that, um, how's the networking experience and how did the networking help you to become a product designer? It's a good question because in that moment, like I didn't know so many people that was uh, related to UX. I have one friend of mine that um, she was working in in a company here in, in Argentina that she she was uh, related to to that uh, to that community her her name is Julieta and she is now in Barcelona living hey, but, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and and she was really the, the only one that uh, that I 
I knew that in that moment that was started to work on that. So um, she was working in Aerolab in that moment and we started to talk and then that is how I get to, to Indicius, uh, like in the same moment. We, we were like finishing the university in that moment. So uh, I was more uh, focusing on, oh, okay, how, uh, what I want to do next. And in Indicius, they, they start me uh, to, to recommend or yeah, share me some information. That is how I get uh, to the chip seven that uh, that i told you before and with the networking about your your specific questions uh it was like uh, i was sitting there and then uh maybe start talking with with a person that uh it wasn't maybe for designer it maybe it was like an engineer or it was maybe some of the of the product uh, team so I, what i like the ux is like it's not only focusing on design it's like more multidisciplinary uh experience wow. and yeah yeah the, the networking was yeah it, it's it's all uh to learn how others see the thing that they are doing or maybe they were working in other companies they were working in other small studios or maybe freelance people uh, that w that were working in in different in different things or dif or building different products, but the idea of the like the conceptual thing of what we were looking uh, was the same. So that is uh, something important uh, for for me like, in that moment uh, to get in the networking. The question I was going to ask afterwards was um, like how uh, you got into Dialpad. Like, what was that journey like? Um, and what's it like working at Dialpad? And for before we even jump into that, um, for those who don't know, uh, could you give a short um, uh, description of what Dialpad is? Yeah, here uh, in Dialpad, what exactly do? Uh, it's a cloud-based platform for communication uh, based in, in AI. So they are building uh, something really, really great, like uh, unified, like all the things that uh, happens maybe with videos uh, or the call or making calls or making uh, with uh, with messages and, and different uh, kind of things that are related to community, to, to, sorry, to communication, but uh, in only one, one app. app. So the thing they are building, it's really interesting. I really need to learn a lot about this industry, about communication, because uh, I have been working with different industries, but never with uh, communication in this way. So uh, now that uh, in remote times, it's like something uh, very, very interesting, I, I think. Got it. And uh, like, what, how did you get into... Um this position that you are now at Dialpad? Yeah, via LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, they they um, they sent me a message from there. And then uh, I was a friend of mine that was working uh, with me in, in the Stegar. Um, she was working also uh, in Dialpad, she's Milia, and now she's working also like a design manager uh, in Dialpad. And she started uh, to, um, yeah, to, to tell me about uh, what were the things that Dialpad was doing. And in, the, in that moment, with with her feedback and also uh, talking with the, with the recruiters. And then with, when I started the process, I started to talk uh, with people that was, uh, yeah, from inside the company. I saw it like it was like, um, yeah, like a, a huge jump in my career. 
Um, mm. They were people like from a different part of the world at the beginning. I was working, as I told you before, with companies in Latin America. And this was uh, totally different uh, because now, for example, my team is most of them. They are in the United States or, or they are in Canada, in Vancouver. So they were like uh, working with another mindset, you, you know, it's like, yeah, I started to understand how, how they build something because I, mm. I, I have the experience how, how in, in LATAM uh, we work, but, but this is, this, this was something totally different. I start talking, uh, also with, with English, uh, that is most like, like a, a really huge jump or a big challenge, uh. So I saw it like some, some something something uh, that was uh, cool to to get into. Awesome. Uh, so, what are some of the things that you do to make sure that your designs um, or uh, that things that you're planning to design work best with users? How do you get feedback on that? Like, what's the process like, and what experiments do you run? Yeah, it really really depends uh, on what we want to get feedback on because it's different uh, if the project is big or if the project maybe is small or, or maybe it's just a component that we need to change or maybe it's something uh, more bigger. What I, I generally prefer is going step by step and not uh, like not change a, a screen uh, at only at once. Uh, I, I did it in the past with, with another team and it really doesn't work that. Uh, so, it's, <laughs> so it's really interesting starting to learn uh, like step by step every change we make in the screen we start to learn how others see how others um learn how to how to use it or yeah it starts to be more involved in like uh like what is the behavioral of that thing that we want to add or maybe uh to take off so uh what uh, what we do now in dialpan um we were we are very used to have a more a lot of design critiques or design reviews that uh, are very interesting to um, to test ideas to test or to have feedback quickly and another thing that, that uh, we do it's uh, making with the figma prototypes something very quickly but that we can call our customers have a conversation in remote so about about something uh, that we build so uh, that is most of, of the things that we do awesome um, so we're going to be wrapping up here. Uh, so I have two last questions for you. Um, what's one of the most challenging things that you do at Dialpad on a daily basis? Yeah. Okay. The first thing I really have to say that definitely speaking English uh, for me, uh, it's a big challenge. I have I have been studied English in my secondary year or like a long time ago. But then I, I, I used to speak English only when, when traveling. So now this is like other thing, uh, like mm. something different and challenging, but uh, I really like and enjoy it. And the people there in Dialpad, uh, they helped me a lot to, um, to be more patient and yeah, they understand me and, and they, and they give me the, the space to, um, yeah, to, 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 to continue learning about this. Uh, and the second thing that it's, very challenging if like right now uh, that is happening to me it's like uh, I am learning a lot about how some devices work because mm. I am working in devices team in dialpad you know that uh, there are like I am not working uh, like directly 
with mobile devices or um, or desktop. So I am working more with different uh, devices. Uh, you know, for example, when you are in a conference room and you have uh, that kind of, of iPad that is mm -hmm. connected with your desk, with your um, with your computer, and it's connected also with the TV. And it's mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, like all the experience is, it's very, it's a beautiful thing that what happens there. And it's, uh, I wasn't related to that uh, until I came here. So I'm starting to learn what other competitors do or different um, uh, what things they, they do with uh, that, uh, that controller. Also, we, we have different devices uh, with, with different uh, things that maybe had a headset. With, with the with the camera or maybe like the like a screen that you can touch also. So what uh, what I mean, what I am I want to say with that is like uh, I am not working only with with mobile that like the uses of the, the, the like the, when the user use the the cell phone, you, you have like uh, you, you know how how to use it, but in those devices it's like uh, you use it with your arms, you know. It's like uh, maybe mm. it's in the de in the um, in the in the desk. Uh, so it's not like you have here and you have just put your, <laughs> your with, with your fingers uh, something. It's like the experience is different. So I am learning a lot about that. So that is uh, the second thing most challenging for now for me. <laughs> Got it. And uh, my last question here is: uh, okay. What's one weakness that you've you've turned into into your strength? You've uh, pretty much illustrated such an amazing story from start to finish of like your journey into UX and uh, your uh, your journey into Dialpad and um, making English a very strong second language for you. Um, so I'm sure along that journey, there are many weaknesses that you've encountered and turned into your strength. So yeah, tell us tell us about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I have a lot. It was like a wave of, uh, of emotions. I, I'm very, I am very emotional. So uh, I, it's difficult to separate like uh, what I do in my professional life and what happened, what it's happened to me. And what of my uh, weakness? I think that I, I really used to feel insecure uh, when mm. presenting my work in front of a large audience. So this is um, a thing that I have been working uh, very hard to get more confidence uh, in this area when presenting, because it was something that it it wasn't a thing that I was ashamed to present. It wasn't that. So uh, I have to work a lot of on on this. So I I for example I remember that I used to make a video of myself talking. Mm -hmm. to improve my communication it's really it's a good thing to to see uh, your gestures and expressions when talking about your hands uh, and mm -hmm. yeah your your movement your movement when uh, when presenting uh, or also um this weakness uh took me to make to make me making an structure before before talking or before practicing just to be uh, yeah more confident when when the presentation is or maybe using the, like a stopwatch to, to make sure that uh, I, I would do it in, in the correct time. So it's something that I am still working on, but uh, it, it's really, really different uh, how it feels from the beginning that it was like, oh my God, how, how can I talk with, with, uh, in front of those people? And it was like, uh, okay, I, I, know, I know what I am building. I know what, what, I, like, uh, what I learned during my, my life. But now it's different.
Awesome. Um, well, uh, you, having empathy for the user is very important and being very close to what your work and having that, um, uh, you know, influence uh, what you do and like how you feel is kind of very important as a designer because like design is emotion, you know, so um, <laughs> it's very important as a designer. So Ramina, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for joining us. It was a pleasure speaking with you. It was a pleasure hearing your story and looking forward to hear more from you in the future. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure for me to, to be here. Awesome. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to the Got 10 Minutes podcast. To stay in touch, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or the podcast app you're listening to this on right now for more episodes. Take care. Bye.